Okay, so today's daf is daf hey, and we will go from the Mishnah. We ended yesterday discussing the interesting case of a katan, how he, he according to Rabbi Yochan, he was excluded from Truma, but was in, still in the world of Muflas and Muflish. He was able to, the world and it was able to be in the world of Hekdesh. We tried to work out exactly what are the limits of that. That was yesterday, towards the end of yesterday's year. And today, let's begin the next mission. It's Allah Habet. So this is interesting here. So what you can do if you have two piles of tevel, you can mafrish more from one to satisfy the requirements of both or the other. Okay. So here, what we're saying is you cannot do that. You're not allowed to separate tormim zaitim olives al shemen to satisfy the requirements. What I have to separate from oil. And the Gemara is going to explain why, so I won't elaborate any further. Similarly, which is a similar idea, one is unpro- not finished being processed, or if you like, another one is finished processed. Vim Tamu, if someone nonetheless goes ahead and does that, Beit Shammai Omrim Beit says, Trumat Atzman Bahen. Now, interesting what this means by Trumat Atzman Bahen is an interesting result, going to Beit Shammai. What it means is it's partial, firstly, it's partially Truma, meaning the Truma worked for the Zaitin, but not for the Shemen. Okay, but it goes more than that. Trumat atzman bahen means that you're not left with a mixture of now quinta bechamai, truma, and tevel, but you're actually mixed with a you're left with a mixture of truma and chulin. So in other words, this amount that I took, so this is the the olives. I said, you know, I want this to satisfy the requirement for my olives and my oil. It doesn't work for the oil. Now, you might think that you might be left now with all well, half truma because that worked for the olives and the rest of it wouldn't work at all. So therefore, you might think it'd be tevel. But what we say truma atman bahen means is that the half rasha of truma that I took for the olives is also effective for the other half within this little part I've taken. So therefore, it's a mixture of truma and chulen. That's something that the Gemara is going to test. That's a very important point to understand now. Otherwise, it's going to be confusing later on. That it's actually going to be a mixture of truma and chulin. In other words, a little bit of truma took the half of it, even affects not just the part the olives left behind, but also the olives that it didn't work for the oil. Okay? That's a very, very important point. However, Bethil says, in truma tan truma, it doesn't work at all. Okay? It simply doesn't work at all. Now, the question is why? Because as you see, let's begin the Gemara. We, saw, we, we see in a later Mishnah that you're not allowed to do hafrasha from something who's However, if one goes ahead and does that, meaning already Reb Chaim says, meaning you're going to eventually press these. Oh, sorry, that was on the Mishnah. Let me, let me go back. Which is a bit like our case, which is our olives on oil. And if you go ahead and do that, importantly in that mission, this is the part we don't have printed in the Gemara, but it mentions there, that it would still nonetheless work. Meaning it's a bit like you're a naughty boy, you shouldn't have done it. But being mafresh, something but if you did, it works. But however, here when we're talking about it, our olives, and oil or the grapes on wine, we say that it doesn't work. According to Bedhil, it doesn't work at all. And according to Bedshamay, it doesn't work partially. But the point is that what you're trying to do for doesn't work at all. So that's the question of the Mishnah. Why does it seem to be in our Mishnah that we're more machmir when it comes to Zaytim on Shemen and Anavim on wine 
than compared to other regular cases that's a question that's why it says and here you say that it seems it doesn't work at all so therefore what the Gemara is going to do is now bring two different reasons why we are more machmir with olives for on wine or grapes on sorry olives on oil or grapes on wine Okay, so let's have a look. So we say as follows, because if you would do that, it would constitute effectively theft from the Shevet, meaning from the Quranim. And the question is, what does that mean? So we say, because the Chachamim will mach me in this case, because you, as a result of you separating olives on wine, you're effectively going to be causing the Quranim to do more work, meaning. Had you separated olives on olives and, and oil on oil, the corn would have been receiving, say, a cup of oil. But now, since you're giving him more olives instead of oil, he has to do more effort now, the Kohen, to create oil. He has to press these olives you've given him. So by you being mafrish, more olives for wine, when he should have been receiving, sorry, I'm saying olives and wine, but it's, it's olives to turn into oil, right? So, but if you're, because you're separating more olives for oil, oh, no, look, keep it in my head, olives for oil, um, you effectively, he's losing out now on the oil and you're making it have to do more work. That's mitnei ha-torach, okay? So we say, one second, I don't understand. Um, what about if you're taking, instead of giving him rice, you're giving him the uh, rasks and the husks. Isn't that also considered uh, doing him more work? But that case isn't mentioned in our Mishnah. All we talk about is our grapes and our, and our olives. So it says, Nachat ruach kotesh kol Meaning, what it means is it's really not that much effort. It's not considered uh, such a tircha to, yes, he has to do something extra. He has to take the, the rice out of the husk, but you cannot compare it to the effort required of pressing grapes into wine or olives into oil. Okay, so we answer then. If it's a matter of scale of tiracha, one second. What about this case? What happens if you're talking about uh, you meant to give him um, wheat or flour? So let's say like you meant to give him flour, and you're mafrish what from wheat on flour. Now that's clearly what's happening. You should have given ready-made nice, nice wheat, uh, like no, sorry, nice flour. And instead, you're giving him wheat instead. And that's clearly creating extra tircha. And that case is not mentioned in our Mishnah. So we say, and Ad Khan Kashirab Khananya, so it should be Khanina here, supposed to Rab Khananya. So until this point, we have a Kasha. In other words, what it seems to be, just to summarize, we're up to, according to Rab Yochanan, who it was Rab Ila said in the name Rab Yochanan, the issue is Mithne Gezel Shevet. We're more machmer in this case because by separating from either grapes or or uh, olives, you're creating more work for the Kohen. That's why we're more machmir. Compared to other cases where we say, ah, bidiyavet trumata truma. However, the, only, the, the kasha we're left with is what about, uh, you know, wheat on, on flour? That should also be listed in the Mishnah. What, now, what's very interesting, and that's less as less a kasha. What's interesting is the Rambam actually holds that this is the reason, and he actually lists also this case of wheat and flour. Meaning if someone separated wheat, more wheat to satisfy the requirements of flour, it would be also the same din as our Mishnah that we say, ain't truma to truma, that the zero would apply. So that's why it's left as a kasha, but it doesn't seem to be such a knockout kasha because, okay, fine. It's, it seems to be that we could simply say, maybe according to the Rambi understands that 
uh, olives and uh, olives on oil and grapes on wine is an uh, example of things that are incredible amounts of tircha. And, you know, separating from wheat on flour would be another one of those cases. Ramana says no. Lomarken, he says that's not the reason for the chumrah by grapes and um, by the, the grapes on wine and olive and, so, olives and oil. Good, I'm still getting it right. So Ramana says, Lomarken, Ella Shuhume Makeshli Promla Hashem and Veno Tremela the problem is, is in truth, what happens? You have to press a lot of olives, say a volume of olives, to get a small amount of oil. Now, if what's happening is you're going to separate olives for oil, you're likely to take the proportions of, of um, olives for oil. In other words, you see a liter, say, of, um, I don't know, of oil, and you're going to take a hundredth of that in volume of uh, or, uh, you know, a hundredth of that for trumagdola, whatever it is, of, of oil, if, it's, if, it's, if, we're about trum, if we're talking about trumagmaisa, say a tenth of that, so a, well, a hundred mil volume of olives, and that's not going to be right. That's not the right proportions. So he says, um, so, so, so again, you're, gonna, you're not going to get the proportions right. So we say, okay, fine. So let him do the calculations. What's wrong with that? Make sure he takes more olives. So he says, no, he says, no, the reason why we don't like it is because now you might calculate the proportions and write and compensate and take more olives to for the amount of oil that you should be separating. However, next time you might not. I mean, it's Zayra Shema, you might forget the next time and not do it right. And similarly, and you've got an issue of kind of like a Marat Ayin, but not really Marat Ayin, but a misunderstanding of somebody else. Meaning somebody else might say, oh, this guy's giving more olives because he's generous. He wants to give more matanas to the, to the Koranium. Not realizing that he has to do Mikaradim because of the difference in proportions. However, and therefore he might think, but me, you know what? I'm not such a generous guy. I'm happy to go the basic law. I don't have to go Mahadrim in Mahadrim. I'll just do what I have to do. And then he might do the wrong proportions. He might take olives for, for oil and get the proportions completely wrong. That's why that's Mushum Zera. So that's the two reasons why Bumu Machma in this case. Now here the Gemara continues. Chizkiya Amar Lo Amru Ella Zaitin Ala Shemen Vanavim Alayain Hashar called Vrim Lo. Now from the simple understanding of this Gemara, it might look like that we're talking about differentiating between olives and um, olives and grapes and other foods, which is like the other Mafarshi um, Yerushalmi explain it. However, Reb Chaim explains it differently. He says, and I think this is based on the um, yeah, this is based on the Chazanish. Um, because again, how the Rambam makes rules a bit like Rabbi Yochanan. I won't go into the, the mechanics of it at the moment, but he explains it. I can, look, I can show you to after this year, but he says, we're actually talking about something different. Meaning, means only in this case where we're talking about something that's issue mid Rabbanan, meaning something that's uh, not completely finished the process versus something that is finished the process. However, shar called varim, what's shar called varim? Shar called varim means if I'm mafresh minachayev alapato, meaning something meikardin on the oraita level just wouldn't work. Okay? I can read Rav Chaim. He says, kagon shatorem minachayev alapato shat oraita ain't trumata truma. Then we say lo amrei nadar kol panim trumatats bambahem. Meaning when Beit Shammai says that ah trumatats bambahem, that's only in a situation where really the oraita works, but we're machmim bid rabbanan. But if a Doraita doesn't work at all, then he, he would agree, it sounds like, with Beta, with Beit Hillel, that Bichlala doesn't work. Okay? Amru Ella Kishtrim in Azaitin Alashem and Shidoraita Trumato Truma. 
והן הזיתים והן השם המתוקנים הם really מדורקטל וורקס הם really מתוקן ואין בהם תבל ורבנן דודו גזרו את זה אוני כזה רבנן הוא מחמיר because of either one of the two reasons we said משום גזר שבט או משום you might get the, the, the proportions wrong let's go back it says אבל על הזיתים שלא גזרו when it comes to זיתים um, meaning שלא גזרו אוק מהדין תורה הלקח תרומת עצמן בהם that's why Again, so the difference is when it doesn't, when it's something issued or right or the Rabbana. Okay, however, Rabbi Yochanan says, Loshnia. It doesn't make a difference. Loshnia. It doesn't make a difference. Now, just careful with a few words here. He zaytin ala shemen, vanevim ala yain, he shar called varen. Meaning it doesn't make a difference whether they're talking about the right or issue or the Rabbana issue, but Chama would agree. Now, the Gemara continues, Chavariya b'shem Rabbi Yochanan, afilu he afilu alatar. Now, just so you're aware, this is where it starts getting a bit tricky in terms of understanding the Gemara. In terms of Mepharshim, all explain it quite differently here. And we're going to explain it like Reb Chaim, as best as I understood it, working it out with my son Cheski yesterday. But let's see, let's see how we go. It says, what do I mean, Afilo Al-Atar? Afilo Al-Atar, Professor Reb Chaim explains, is that we said that, what's the issue? The issue is, is that you're going to cause extra tircha, if you mafresh from olives on, on olives on oil. However, Afilu alatar means even if you're mafrish olives and you agree that, you know what, before I give it to the coin, I'm going to press it into oil. Still, law plug the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan still doesn't mechalik between the two. It doesn't work. You cannot do it that way. Okay? Now, the next part is where it gets interesting. Now, what the Gemara is going to deal with now, to understand what the problem is, is we've said according to Beit Shammai. So again, within Shittat Beit Shammai, if you recall, it says it partially works. But not just that it partially works. But it also works on the remainder that didn't work. So let me explain this very clearly. When I was mafrish a certain amount to satisfy my olives and my oil, we said the olive half worked and the stuff for the oil didn't work. But we don't say that we're left with a mixture now of a truma and, and say, tevel. No, we don't say that. We say it's a mixture of truma and chulin. What the Gemara tries to understand is why is it a mixture of a coin to Beit Shammai, a mixture of Truman Chulin? When were you mafrish for the remaining part that didn't work? Meaning, again, from the beginning, when I said I'm going to take this from my olives and my oil, clearly half of it I'm having mine. This is Truman for that part that, 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 that my pile that's remaining that I took it from. But the other part I had in mind, and it's Truman for this oil over there, and that part didn't work. So why isn't it now just not mix again, mix between Truman and Teva? Why is it a mix of Truman Chulin? So what the Gemara says is as follows. He says it's as if you're saying it in a two-stage process. I'm taking truma, the, the small part of here, it is truma for, you know, the, the part which I took it for, and the remainder that is within this small part that I took. And then I say, and that remainder that's a small part I took, I want that to be truma for the oil. Okay, so it's a two-stage process. And that's why when it didn't work for the oil, the remainder was Rima Tukan. Because in stage number one, when I say part of this is going to be truma for all the olives, it's all the olives from the pile I took it from and the other half, if you like, from this small amount that's in my hand. Okay? Now, don't ask the obvious question yet, because that's what threw me in this sugi and took me and, 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 and put a spanner in the work. The obvious question the Gemara is going to ask in a moment, but I'm not going to pose it now because it's going to confuse you. So we'll get to that in a second. So at the, at, the, at the moment now, we're saying that that's why the remainder is, uh, as we said, the remainder ends up being chulin. So 
Rav Hananya Savar, again, again, we just continue like Rav Chaim, says, Rav Hananya Savar Meima, this would only work with Mino. Meaning, you can only, let's just use a different terminology, you can only mefarish his words to say that I'm making this truma on itself and like the, the, this whole two-stage process if we're talking Minal Mino, that we've got, say, um, grapes on and wine. So it's the same Min. But if I'm doing, say, wheat and then on barley, that's Min She'eno Bimino, then you can't mefarish his milling to say that because it doesn't make sense to say I'm, I, that this is mafresh on this and then, on, and then the next stage that. In other words, if, it, if the whole expression doesn't make sense at all, because you can't mafresh mimin al she'eno mino, then you can't mefarish his milim to say it's a two-stage process. That's a something Reb Chaim is saying here. However, Amar le Reb Zira, by the way, this, this statement itself is a very complex one. The graph takes it completely out. Um, but we're, we're, we'll continue as we are. So Amar le Reb Zira, don't accept that. So he says, no, you don't have to say it like that. In other words, you know, it's not that we're mefarish his words. I'm sort of putting this other sort of terminology here to explain it. But rather, it's almost like, almost like, this is a bit like a son of Chazanish, it's a bit like Palgin and Dibura type of idea. Meaning as soon as he says, Hareze Truma, he's already making the small part here the, for the olives, Truma on it and the remainder. And then he's saying, the Truma Alzeh, it's like the second stage is happening. So in other words, we're using a different mechanism. We're not Mefarish's Milin, because if we're Mefarish's Milin, to say that it's a two-stage process, then you'd be stuck that it only works min be mino when the terminology makes sense. However, but we're using a different mechanism. We're saying, no, it can even apply if it's like wheat on barley, which again, doesn't work because we're almost like palgin and dibura. We're sort of splitting his words up. As soon as this has raised their trauma, the first half he's making, say, in a case of olives, it's almost immediately olives on all the olives, even the remainder. And the next part that doesn't make sense doesn't matter. It just, that part didn't work. So now the Gemara says, but one second, that doesn't make any sense. How can you say it's a two-stage process? What's the obvious question? The obvious question is, if it's a two-stage process, when I take some of the olives and I say this is, uh, this is truma for all the olives, the olives I took it from and the remainder, the remainder becomes what? The remainder would be chulin. So therefore, how can you mimafrish on something that's patur alachayev? How can you say it's a two-stage process? That doesn't make any sense. You can't mafrish on a patur lachayev. The remainder has to be tevel in order for this to work. Because you can't mafrish on regular chulim. So that's what the question is. And unfortunately, I had this question in my head earlier on the sugi. That's why I got stuck on the sugi for so long until like, you know, it's one of these times where, calm down, the Gemara is going to ask you a question later on. But let's continue. Vashar chulim, it says, it says, how can chulin patar tevla doesn't make work, makes any sense. So Amar Chananya, Chanis' braid, the Rav Hillel says, no, what is happening, it's not happening in succession. It's happening ke'echat. Me'keven shamar zeh harezen niftar mashe biadova niftar mashe lamata. So the way this works is as follows. He says, when you say, it's not like it's a two-step process, it's mafish for this, like the, the, all the olives in the bar remainder, and then the remainder is, is, is going to be... Uh, 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 truma on the olives, on the, on the oil. No, it's happening simultaneously. It's not a two-stage process. So how does it work simultaneously? In other words, if it's working simultaneously, fine. But how does that work simultaneously? And I think this is based on um, something I think I understood from the, the, the um, Chazanish. It's almost like when you say it simultaneously, the truma that I'm saying for the olives 
is I'd like the truma for the olives to be on everything it can possibly be, whatever's required. And simultaneously, I'm also saying the, whatever's left in my hand will also be truma for the oil. Now, as soon as it doesn't work for the oil by way of Zerub Chachamim, according to Beit Shammai, then my, my other half of my simultaneous declaration would work completely, that it's truma for everything it needs to be. And everything it needs to be is not just the olives I took it from, but also the olives that I have remaining in my hand that didn't work for the oil. Okay? That's why it works. However, this only makes sense. Amarav Hanina, Nirin Debrimba, Truma Gedola. That only works for Truma Gedola. Now, we hear the Shinogiris of the Gra here. Why? Because Shehini Telet Me'umad. Because that's, there's no fixed Shior. There's no fixed shear for Trumagdola. It's between a 40th and a 60th, according to Chachamim, but really, one kernel could, could exempt you from Trumagdola. However, Aval, but Trumat Meiser, but Trumat Meiser, you can't say, the Svarai said, that it, it, this should be Truma for whatever it needs to be. Because for Trumat Meiser, Trumat Meiser has to be a tenth of the tenth. It's something Muduyak. So you don't have this flexibility in your terminology to say that it'll apply for whatever it needs to apply to. It has to be meduyak. So therefore, it wouldn't work. has to be absolutely, it's precision there. So therefore, you don't have this flexibility that, if if again, if part of it didn't work for the oil, then we fall back on the other half of the declaration that truma would work, you know, flexibly for all the olives that required it. Okay. That's the uh, so yeah, for today. Let's continue. Tamantanina. Now we start with another mishnah. You can't mafresh truma from something from something that's tameh for something that's tahor. However, Tani b'shem Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi teaches there im torem mina tameh latahor bein b'shogig bein b'meizid masha asa asui. In other words, whatever you. In other words, if you did torem mina tameh latahor with a shogig bein b'meizid, it works. Now, this is very interesting because we said in our case, it's something that's if you're just creating a small amount of tircha, according to Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel, it doesn't work, right? Beit Hillel doesn't work bichlal, again, olives on oil, and Beit Shammai partially doesn't work. Here, for Tamela Tahor, you know, a bit of it, it works. You shouldn't have done it, but it works. However, now we ask, Ma Amar Rabbi Yossi, what would Rabbi Yossi hold in our situation? So it says, Ma im ein taman shakulo. Um, so it says, compare it. That case, if you mafrish tamalata, or what can a coin do with something that's tamer? If it's oil, it can burn it. With everything else, you can't do anything with it. So there, Rabbi Yossi says that if you mafrish tamalata, it works. Hacha, and that's kulo hefsed. Here, where it's just a tircha, minor hefsed, hacha de in kulo hefsed, lakonim, lokol shagen kabachomer should work. And again, so in other, in other words, what was the chumer in our case? Achum in our case, you're, calling, you're causing a minor hefsed to the koinim because you're making him press these olives into oil. However, so we asked, okay, Rebbe Yossi, what would he hold in our case? Even the case, and we say, Rebbe Yossi says, if you're tahor, where it's complete hefset to coin it work, he says it still works. So Kabachom in our case, where it's a minor hefset, it should work. However, we find something different. No. Eshkaktani was sought elsewhere. Now we've got a, some uh, shinuyim going on here as well. Uh, take up a Shem It says, Ein tormin zeitim ala shemen vola anavim ala yayin. That's divrei Rebbe Meir. However, Rebbe Yossi or Meir Yossi says, Beit Shammai, Beit Shammai omrim trumat atzman behen, or Beit Hillel mem ain trumat or trumat. 
So what we see here is Rabbi Yossi effectively agrees with our Mishnah. So we say, one second, that that <laughs> This seems to be a contradiction in the Shita of Yossi. By Tuma, where we said it's a greater have said, if he's Mafish and Tamla Tahor, you said it works. Here he says, in our case, with a minor have said, it doesn't work. I don't understand. You'd, you'd think if it, in a greater have said, it, it works, and a minor have said, it should, uh, it should also work. That was as far in the beginning. So it says, no, Taman Tuma Enu Metsuya. Ve'im b'nana tuim lo marcho trumim u'mais mizelzeh. Aval zeitim ala shemen v'anabim ala yayin metsuyinen. V'im amarken af husavar mema shumotad trum zeitim ala shemen v'anabim ala yayin. He says, you have to understand, it's a case of what's considered shchiyach, um, meaning Tuma is not matsui. So if on one situation, <clears throat> the guy is mafresh matam ala tahor, since it's not matsui, people aren't going to, it's not going to what's called ati lede takala. In other words, people are going to make a mistake and say, oh, therefore I should, I'm always allowed to mafresh minatam tahor. That's something that's not matsui. So there's no reason for chachamim to you know, lock in and be machmir in that case and say, it doesn't work at all. However, something that's, uh, it's, 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 if someone's got half-pressed olives and he wants to quickly give the coin something, that's davar matsui. That's something that's likely to happen where he's going to say, oh, here, take the olives. So therefore, in that situation, if we said, ah, masha aso asui, that people will make the mistake and think, I can do that. So that's why there were more machmir in the case of something that's davar matsui, something that's going to happen more commonly, more frequently, to say that in that case, again, according to Beit Hillel, bichlala doesn't work whatsoever. Okay, that's uh, that's it of today. Mitzvah Shem will pick up tomorrow from the next mission. The Cohen can't sell the uh, truma to me. Um, but again, what, what value would it have? Again, a coin can sell his truma. He's not allowed to do business in. I don't think. It, uh, no, he can sell truma. But um, but again, who's going who's gonna to buy it? What can he do with it? Again, the only when it comes to truma to me, the only thing you can do with it if it's oil is used to light candles. If it's food. A, it's tame, a coin's not allowed to eat tame, because again, trauma's got his kadosh, he's allowed yeah, to eat. Can you give it to his behemoth to eat? Um, I don't think so. No Yisrael can eat it? No Yisrael, no. Trauma is different to Mesa. Trauma glows, if you like. It's got kadosh, only a coin is allowed to eat it. We'll learn later on if a non coin oh. eats it, it's a serious, viol- first a serious violation. And plus, oh. he'll have to pay back the coin, plus a chomesh. Um, it's, uh, that's another different issue. So what happens if the grapes became Tama before he had a chance to uh, to give it to the Kayim? So all the well, grapes still... became Tama. Now well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit like nowadays. We still do have Russia, right? Everything's Tama anyway. You still have to do have Russia. It's still Tevel. But um, again, what can you do with it? Not very much. I think we'll learn about other things that he might be able to do with it. But um, maybe I think for wine, he might be able to do Zilof. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll have to get to that. Okay. Good. Well, everyone, take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.